Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the luck of the draw. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on Luck of the Draw, the party was following their quarry, Kev, out of the city. After following him around the lake and into a nearby wood, the party decided to camp for the night and relieve their exhaustion. They attempted to dig a pit trap, but this endeavor did not go well. While on watch, Ezra noticed a moving shape out in the woods. He and a recently awakened Finn quickly chased the shape around the lake, and they noticed that it was Kev. After gently grappling him to the ground, they were able to bind his hands and bring him back to the party to talk. Kev informed the group that he was coming out at night to see a woman, describing her as vaguely elven, though this information was not easy to get out of him. He showed the party where she appeared, and this appeared to simply be an ordinary grove of trees. It was not long after this that the party decided to relieve Kev from themselves, and he headed home. The following morning, they did some research on various topics, Nyx finding some information on what likely was the source of Kev's infatuation, and ran errands. Zeno met a particularly interesting man at Horn Center. After gathering back at the tavern, Nyx and Graffiti bought a room together, and after heading upstairs, summoned his familiar a great horned owl named Willow. Afterward, the group met up with the captain of the Iron Claw, who gave them two separate missions to investigate. One of these is a missing person, a master painter, and the other is potential underground criminal activity. Deciding to avoid tradition, the party decided to split up and attempt to accomplish both of these tasks at the same time. And that is where we pick up. You are outside of Town Hall, having just left your audience with Captain Duck's Dusk Sword. What would you like to do? And as I recall, I was one of the people that was going to check out the crime scene, yes? The, the missing persons case? Yes, you you all are still together, so you can rejumble those if you wish. However, what was decided towards the end of last session was Ezrin and Zeno would investigate the criminal activity, while Graffiti, Finn, and Nyx would head after the missing person. And the individuals heading to the missing person's uh, uh, abode do have a member of the Iron Claw with you who will be granting you access. Okay, good to know. Let's go check out a house then. I'm gonna start walking in another direction. In a different direction? Yes, because I am going to investigate the uh, uh, weird messages and criminal activity. Ah, right. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll follow along. 
Okay, so Ezra and Zeno are staying together. Nyx is going to the house. Who else is going with Nyx? Yeah, uh, I'm going with them too. Okay. Nyx and Graffiti. Alright, so we're keeping our groups from the previous session. Uh, does anyone have a preference on which we do first? Nope. Alright, somebody roll a d20. Alright, we're doing the house first. It, it was literally a 1 to 10, 11 to 20 deal. So. I figured. <laughs> uh, Nyx, Graffiti, and Finn, you follow this member of the Iron Claw around Town Hall and down one of these side streets here, heading back deeper into the city. And as you walk, the farther you get away from that main square, the more decrepit the area becomes. You start to notice houses that are more run down, alleys that are overflowing with garbage and refuse. Uh, you definitely get into part of the lesser end part of the city. He continues to walk you along, not really paying much attention. He passes a couple beggars who ask, spare some coin, coin, and he just kind of brushes them off and keeps walking. I'll give him a few silver. Okay. I'll give him one. They kind of nod graciously as you pass. Eventually, you get to a very condensed section of these kind of decrepit buildings. You see... A lot of these buildings having boarded up windows. These are definitely slum houses. There's even more garbage, refuse, rotting food that you can see. And he eventually starts heading up a side alley away from these buildings and ends up at this building over here. And I will put that on the map. I will move the three of you. Give me one moment. Okay. You guys should be able to see the house, yeah? Yep. Yep. Alright, let me get your guard in here. Okay. And as you walk up, he does kind of produce a crowbar and kind of wedges it into the front of the house and you hear a little bit of a cracking sound and the door does open you all are able to enter and he looks back I'll just stay outside let me know what you need when you come back thank you for the escort mm. alright guys so remember this guy was a painter he never showed up for his last job and the only information we have to go on other than that is apparently this house was undisturbed so We'll have to take a look at that. Uh, and he was a halfling, if that matters at all. So let's have a look. Okay. So what's in this first room? Is it just a... Uh, yep. Like a, like a lobby? Yeah, so stepping inside, this definitely seems to be some sort of sitting room slash foyer. There seems to be a few chairs, a table, 
Uh, there seems to be some decorations around. Uh, there seems to be a small bowl of rotting fruit that you can see and some flowers that are definitely in need of watering. Um, looking at them, can I tell how long they've been rotting? Make a, make a nature check. Sure. That would be a 20. Natural 19 on your very first roll. Nice. Uh, you can tell that these have been here for a week and a half to two weeks. Maybe a little longer. Nothing else here of note that we can see. Uh, what I described is what you can generally see as you're entering the room. Um, and that that timeline that you get from looking over to the flowers as well as the fruit does uh, jive with what you were uh, told by Captain Dusksword. Okay. And as you and Finn kind of start looking around this room, Nyx just starts plowing right through the house. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move to the next room. Is there anything as I'm walking through that like immediately seems out of place? Anything that seems like disheveled or um, that just kind of sticks out? Go ahead and make a perception or investigation your choice. Okay. Looking around, you don't notice too much that seems out of place. The room does look a bit tousled, but you're not sure whether it was left in that state or if perhaps the Iron Claw did that on their first look through. Okay. Specifically in uh, this kind of main, main room here, you do see a very grand looking uh, dining table. Uh, nice velvet cushioned chairs. Uh, a number of just random knickknacks and objects lay on the table. Uh, there is a uh, cabinet over here that is housing silverware, cutlery, bowls, cups, a bunch of different uh, everyday use items that you might find. Uh, Finn walks into the kitchen where you see uh, much more rotting food. Uh, the flies and mold are definitely starting to take hold in this area specifically. Uh, you see rotting meats, uh, more fruits, vegetables. Probably not the best idea to eat any of this. Uh, you do also see a fair number of wine bottles hanging along one wall. They look fancy. Make, a, make an investigation check. Okay. The only wine you're really familiar with is the wine that they actually served at your monastery. So you're not sure of too many other brands. It's been a little while since you've had a lot of extensive interaction with wine. So from what you described earlier, this house seems kind of out of place. Um, does it are there any other houses in this area that seem as grand as this, or is it, is this kind of it in this area? 
You go out and look out. Sorry, you look out a few of the windows, and while you're not in that abandoned and rundown area that you saw on your way here, there does seem to be a little bit of a divide between that side, which was on your right side. There are those abandoned buildings which were on your right, and this section which is on your left. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make another perception check. Oh my gosh, four. It's going to be a great day today, guys. Um, you do notice a, a bunch of the houses around here. They look comparable at a quick glance, but you're not sure if this one specifically is nicer than the others around it, but you definitely can tell that this is much nicer than the slums that you passed by. Okay. Uh, this room that I'm in right now, does this seem to be like his bedroom? Yes, it does. You walk into this room, you see a very uh, grand bed, very nicely furnished uh, actual bed itself. There's a hope chest at the foot of the stairs. There are multiple desks, including the one that you are closest to at the moment seems to be a writing desk. Yeah, I would like to look through the desk and see if there's any like letters or important documents, anything that might point where he might have gone if it was something personal something like that okay go ahead and make an investigation check there we go 20. Ooh. That's better. okay um you search around especially in this desk area for a while and you find a couple of things in this desk specifically uh you find you kind of run your hand over the desk very carefully, and you do notice a, a hidden compartment. And you pull out the compartment, and it contains a sack. Uh, I'll, I'll open it up. What's inside? It is gold. Oh, snap. Like, a lot? Or, or just a little bit? It looks to be a decent amount of gold. Hmm. Okay. Um, and you said I found a couple of things. Was there anything besides the gold? Yes. Uh, you also find a journal. It is a, yeah, it's a leather-bound tome. Uh, there is a marker, probably about two-thirds to three-quarters of the way through it. Um, very nice cover on the outside. There is no actual writing. However, you open it up and you do see um, handwriting in common. Okay, I'll start reading through it. Okay, that's going to take you a little while. Mm -hmm. Finn, graffiti, anything else? Uh, that's it for me for now. I'll just be reading the journal. Yep. I'll get to you after I uh, see what they're doing. Uh, I left uh, Willow on one of the chairs in the uh, dining room just to chill and keep an eye out for anything. Okay. Uh, and I'm just going to kind of follow Finn. Okay. You enter the kitchen and see that same disgusting, going into rot-smelling food along with pantry, all the wine bottles. I'll continue to follow him into the next room. All right. What are you doing, Finn? I was just going to is there anything going on? I notice anything in this room. Okay. Um, perception or investigation? 
17. Okay. You look around this room specifically, and you do you can tell that this is definitely a relaxing room. Uh, maybe perhaps, you know, a guest room if need be. Uh, there are a couple of chairs. There looks to be a few coffee mugs on the table. Uh, and on this table specifically here, uh, you do find a few sketches, drawings. I will look at them. Okay. They appear to be pencil, ske pencil sketches and mock-ups of various people. You're not sure if these are important individuals or just random street folks. And the more you look through them, there seems to be a myriad of different images. Some are actual like um, street sketches where he just kind of quickly sketched out something that was happening in the street where other another one seems to be an actual uh, portrait of somebody. But they aren't finished paintings by any, by, uh, any means. Does anything look like it was given more attention to detail? With the make an investigation check. Thirteen instead of that one. Yeah, fling luck. Uh, so you drop the paper and it almost kind of cuts you in your eye, but you're able to catch it just in time and look it over. There is one individual who seems to appear two, three, five times. And he seems to have sketched something out and disregarded it and started over in a different pose. And then once he found a pose that he liked, he started to do a little bit more intricate drawings. So there definitely seems to be uh, one individual, um, a woman that he was sketching repeatedly. All right, I'll, uh, I'll motion uh, graffiti over and say, it "Looks like he's he's uh, been drawing this woman several times, trying to get trying to get things right. Maybe if we can find her, or maybe we could show this picture to somebody." Hmm. Well, perhaps that is uh, where he went. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I'll just, uh, I'll put the drawings carefully into my bag. Okay. Uh, and and just, just as a note, there is no um, facial features on any of these. It's mostly just the actual pose of the body, the shoulders, and then like up to the neck and the shape of the head with hair. But there's no face. Uh, does she... Notified me. Can we tell if it's a halfling or a human or a, or anything like that? Based on the characteristics that you can see, it does it does appear humanoid. It does not appear to be halfling or any of the shorter folks or uh, someone who is larger. It appears to be human or human-like. Okay. No elf ears or anything like that. Uh, no, the ears are rounded. Alright. Hmm. Uh, same thing, I, I, uh, I will keep the drawings. Put them in my bag. Okay. Nix, after probably 20 or so minutes, you kind of get a, a brief scan of the rest of the journal. And you get a pretty good understanding of his day-to-day -day life, at least for the past few months or so. You get the sense that he 
keeps one of these a lot. And it, ta- it details most of his day-to-day goings-on, who he met with, individuals who want to requisition painting, individuals who come to, to stop what they talked about over tea. Uh, and eventually, you get to the more recent uh, time, the last month or so. And he begins to continuously write about a reoccurring dream of a beautiful field. Grass. Sometimes it's long, sometimes it's short, but it's always a very beautiful field overlooking hills in the background. Lush green, blue sky. And it's always this empty field that he sees. And then one one day it changes where he sees a beautiful woman in the middle of this field. And he approaches. And as he gets close enough to get a very fine look at her features, the dream ends and he wakes. And as soon as he woke, he, he writes about how he um, immediately jumped up, grabbed his, his sketching equipment and, and began drawing and drawing and drawing this individual. And along the same time, it also talks about how um, the Lord requested him for, for an official portrait and how this is quite an accomplishment for him. This has never happened before. And, and it will boost his, his name and reputation throughout the kingdom. And as time goes on, he continues to talk about the woman that he saw in his dream. The dreams do, are not mentioned again, but he talks about seeing her in sketching and drawing. And eventually he talks about making a painting of this woman. However, the next entry after you read that talks about how he is disgusted with himself. The painting itself turned out hideous and ugly. The woman's features were sagging and the bones were crinkled with, she had warts and just a big um, prominent brow. It was hideous. And he was so disgusted that he actually took the painting and burned it so he would never see that visage again. And after this, it goes on for a few more days of how he is excited to do the Lord's portrait, how he has already gotten requests from other prominent families, the Vardooms, the Endels. They now wish to have portraits by him before it suddenly stops. Um, the, the woman that he that he talks about painting as far as like how it actually turned out does that sound familiar to me in in what regard (laughs) does it sound like a creature i would know about creature you would know about um make an arcana check Okay. Uh, You know of several creatures who try to influence humanoids, especially through dreams. 
you have just encountered one, mm-hmm. though that was more in-person manipulation. You're not 100% sure what it might be, but you, you get the sense that something something seems off about this. For him to be so obsessive about this one portrait for so long when he does not seem to be that obsessive about any of his other sketches. Yeah, and it the the picture turning out completely different from the woman he saw is is definitely alarming. Um was there anything else in the secret compartment any papers or anything with the with the gold? In the in the secret compartment no, it was just it was just the gold. Okay. Are you leaving it there? No, I'm going to stick the gold and the and the journal in the bag of holding for now. Okay. And uh, if I turn around and, and see Finn, I'll kind of fill him in on what I found. Okay. Yeah, and I'll show her the pictures. And Does this sound like what he was attempting to draw? or Definitely. None uh, like the one, like the finished portrait that he talks about, though. Do you think it's the same thing that was bothering Kevin, or no? It doesn't quite sound the same, but I'm wondering if the Feywild is in, is involved at least. I'm uh, I'm gonna go check upstairs and see if there's any anything else that we can find up there. But then I'd like to do some more research and see if I can find something that sounds like this. Okay. Uh, I was just gonna. Is there anything in this by the bed here or hidden in the bed? Go ahead and make an investigation check. Four. I'm not very good at these. (laughs) Uh, So, Finn, you you take a a decent amount of time going through uh, underneath the bed. You do find what appear to be uh, his closet and all of the clothes that he wore. They do look about your size. So if you wanted to take some of his clothing, that's possible. <laughs> I would never do that. Just throwing it out. His name's not Zeno. <laughs> okay. Uh, graffiti, was there anything you wanted to do? Uh, I was going to go upstairs as well. Uh, graffiti, you and Nyx head up. And upstairs, there's no actual map for this, but... You head upstairs into what is a actual studio, an artist studio, mm-hmm. and there are very large windows, and uh, it's just this kind of block right here, from corner to corner. It's just that little bit, and there are very large windows that kind of overlook uh, the various buildings around. You can see up and down the streets in front, and you can kind of get a sense of how he would, from the drawings that Finn showed you all, you could see where he would be able to kind of just quickly sketch uh, things that he saw. And one of the prominent things in this room is uh, an easel with 
um, a lot of painting equipment set up along one side and near it you see a fireplace which is empty and cold is there anything left in the fireplace make an investigation check sure can I help him with that because that was my first thought too you can both make one, or one of you can roll with advantage. I'll let you do it with advantage. Okay. <laughs> you you both instinctively go for the fireplace. You both kind of get down, heads close together. Start looking over the fireplace. Sense. Your hands are probably like an inch away from each other. <laughs> Stop encouraging them. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are the ones that are making comments in the chat, man. I'm just going where your brains are going. <laughs> um, Nick's going through the uh, coals and what various bits of log are left. Uh, you do, in the back, find some unburnt pieces of parchment. Is there anything left of the picture? It is the very edges of the picture. And from the journal and the sketches that Finn found, you infer that this is indeed the painting that he burned. It is maybe a couple of inches okay. uh, on, on the, the short side, the top side, where you have a little bit of the background, which quickly fades to black. But based on the tip top of the head that you can see and the hair which is stringy and matted you can uh, infer that this must be that that same portrait okay um i want to look through the rest of the the works that i can see in this room and see if there's there's anything else any other sketches or anything that um that kind of fit the this second woman. Second woman? Yeah, like the, the, the second form of this woman, whatever it is. Ah, okay, okay. Mm, okay. Uh, I, I don't think you need to make an actual check for this. Okay. Looking looking around, you see um, several paintings that are half completed, or some that actually are completed. However, none seem to be of that same form. Okay. Um, Graffiti is going to use for bog magic to detect magic and just do a uh, a lap around the whole house and just see if he's, if anything pops up. Okay. You take five minutes or so and slowly walk throughout the entire house. You don't sense any magic. No magic. Okay. Anything the two of you would else? Anything else the two of you would like to do upstairs? Can't think of anything. Um. Just kind of working on a hunch. I'm just gonna check the desk to see if there's any secret compartments on this one, like there was downstairs. Okay. It's not so much a desk than mostly just like an easel with like um, a, a table with supplies on it. Go ahead and make an investigation check. 
Okay. You find a bunch of paints. They look pretty nice. Bunch of paintbrushes, different tools for actual painting. All right, that's all. I'll head downstairs. Okay. Nix heads downstairs. I will follow. You're doing your lap around the house, so. Oh, yeah, that's true. While they're upstairs, Finn, what would you like to discuss with Tim the God? Uh, just, uh, hello there. Um, uh, during your uh, in investigation, however briefer it was, uh, did, do you happen to know if, if uh, he had any family in the area? Mm, I don't know if he had any family. I wasn't actually one of the ones who looked through it. Do you uh, do you know much, if anything, about this guy? Do you know if he if he hung out in town, any any, any place in particular? I know he's supposed to be like really good with patents, but I've never really been too interested in art. It's not really my thing, you know. I'm more of the stabby stab types and he kind of draws his sword and kind of like playfully kind of swings it at you I, I hear that but uh just has is, is there anybody who was leading this investigation before we came along make a persuasion check i'm sorry what kind persuasion eleven There were a couple of people who were actually going through his things, but I don't know if they actually found anything. If they did, they probably would have told the captain. Right, right. Yeah, it's probably best to check with him just to see if he knew where this guy hung out. Maybe somebody heard something or maybe he, he spoke about something often enough. All right. Thank you. I am at your service. And I'll head back in. Um, I'm going to do a quick once-over as well uh, of the house to see if there's any signs of uh, struggle, uh, you know, picked locks, anything that looks like it was uh, someone had been here other than uh, Monday. Okay. To do that, that's going to take a little while. Go mm -hmm. ahead and make a perception check. While he's doing that, I'm going to uh, head back out to the main foyer, out to the couch, and I'm just going to kind of sit cross like and pull out the Feywild book and start studying that again. Okay. 17. Looking around this house, there does not seem to be any sign of a struggle. You don't see blood spatter or, you know, any indication that someone left in a hurry. There's no plate of food out. There's no, like, dinner set. The bed is made. Looking around, it, it does not appear that there was a specific struggle in this house. Okay. In this house, but another <laughs> house. <laughs> <laughs> there are Great hundreds of houses in the city. Good luck. <coughs> yeah. 
we're gonna make you create them all. Gotta create them all. D and D. Uh, I'll just uh, step outside again. Is there anybody who who seems to be watching us or make a perception check? And graffiti, as you're walking through the house more and more, looking for signs that are off or looking for magical things, the dust in here is starting to get to your throat a little bit, and you're starting to <coughs> starting to cough a little bit. Thirteen. Looking around through the street and kind of down down the alleyways, you don't find anything out of place. You don't see anybody who seems to be watching this house specifically. It's, uh, how far away is the closest house? Uh, it's pr There's one on probably around 20 to 30 feet on either side. It's like a row of houses that are following this street. Okay. I'll just come back in. Um, I assume, did Nyx tell Graffiti what she found in the journal? I, I assume I would have told him that at some point. I'll just say, um, yeah, maybe maybe we could check with the neighbors. Maybe he frequented someplace. You know, he seems pretty obsessed about this woman. Maybe he he talked about talked about her or talked about the field he saw or maybe somebody else around here might be having dreams as well I don't know if you guys want to just knock up on a door to see if we can speak to somebody I'm not very good at talking to people though so alright sounds like a good plan no I'll close the book and put it away for now I'll go with him okay as you all head outside to do a little bit more investigating, we'll go ahead and switch over to our other pairing, the odd couple, Zeno and Ezrin. Also, stop trying to ship us with your weird titles there, Josh. <laughs> Excuse me, those are mine. <laughs> I take great pride in those. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's not you two that are getting all the comments in the in the chat, so just want to throw that out there. There it is. <laughs> anyway, so I'm gonna start walking in uh, the opposite direction that uh, the other three went, and just like heading down alleys, mostly looking for like maybe like hidden, little hidden hangout areas or something. Or... Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check. Oof. Ooh. That's a natural one. Right. Zeno, no matter where you look in the city at the moment, and no matter how far you get down an alleyway, it just seems to be that time of night where everybody is outside, either coming home from work, going around and finishing their errands before dark. You do not see a single area where people seem to be congregating in secret. Um, 
I just want to say that uh, as soon as we turned away to start looking, I definitely would have... Uh... Zeno, what are we looking for? Do you have a plan? Do you... Just gonna try to look for any hidden hangout areas. Sometimes there's a like a, a store or a shop that nobody else sees. Or figured that was a good start. That's pretty general. I think thought you had a better plan than that. Regardless, I promise to uh, stay out of your way, so I will observe from afar. Uh, could I also make a perception check to kind of look for what he described? Sure, go ahead. Twelve. Okay. Zeno gets frustrated a little easily as you will start walking through your first few roads and past your first few alleys. I kicked a couple uh, trash cans. Yeah, <laughs> people get a little spooked and kind of walk away. <laughs> but uh, as you are walking um, Ezra and you do see a couple spots that could potentially be areas where people would potentially hang out if they wished to be unseen you don't see anybody in them but you notice that they're there I'll just point them out to Zeno as we go okay I'll, I'll go check uh, those areas that Ezrin points out and try to look for any uh, scribblings or messages maybe carved into a tree or a wall or whatever go ahead and make an investigation check okay 11 alright in these specific areas that Ezrin points out you don't find any writing or any of the specific messages that the captain told you about. So at, at this time, the two of you are like over in here. And the buildings that you're around right now are pretty nice. And these aren't millionaire homes to, per se but they nice. definitely seem to be more upper middle class than what you were used to when you were growing up, Zeno. Okay. Isn't this... Um, <laughs> my notes say there's a Temple of Bahamut in the southwest of blank. <laughs> so you said southwest is something that I didn't catch last session. Mm. I'm not sure, but there there is a temple in the southwest, yes. Did you hear me? Yes, I was talking that entire time. That was that was marvelous. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, you probably said like southwest of the square or something. Uh, so to that, I'm going to turn to Zeno. Um, well, we don't seem to be having any luck. Um, I think there's a temple to Bahatman around here somewhere. I'd like to pay him homage if you don't mind. I guess maybe a break will help me think of a plan. Sounds good. Paco, I'd make a charisma check, Ezrin. 
12. Okay. You talk to a couple people who essentially point you around the corner from where you are, and you find out that the temple is right there. Sweet. Uh, I don't know if you want to step foot inside. You might burst into flames or something. I'm not scared of whatever god you worship. He's probably not even that cool. It's a platinum dragon, but you can keep your opinions to yourself. <laughs> Alright, I'd like to uh, approach the temple and go in. Okay, I'll approach. So, walking up to this temple, it is a stone building. Plain stone. Not gleaming, not glistening. Very plain stone. Um, arched roof two columns going up up um, flanking the door you walk up a few steps and head inside there are a number of braziers lit at various points throughout this interior there is one central uh, opening in the western side of the roof that is letting in light and as you look up and kind of walk in you do see that it is covered in glass and there is that one kind of circle of light that just kind of hits in the, in the, um, on the floor. Does there seem to be anybody around? There are a few people who are walking around. There are a few people who seem to be not in, um, they're not in armor. They don't seem to be warriors of any sort. They do, they seem to be priests or individuals who are simply caretaking for the temple. Um, I'd like to approach one. Uh, okay. Whatever one looks most official-ish. <laughs> okay. There is uh, an elven individual, an elven woman, who you see across the way just seems to be Sitting not at not at like a, a a desk, but at more like a. It's not even really an altar either. It just seems to be a blank. A blank stone, I want to say, like like a, like a a blank slate of stone with no uh, iconography or markings or anything that you can see. It's just a hunk of stone just kind of sitting there in the center of this temple for seemingly no reason. And as you approach her. She does look up and see you. Good afternoon. Hello there. My name's Ezrin. Would, uh, could I get a minute of your time? Of course, Ezrin. Did the Platinum Dragon serve you well? And she bows her head to you. Oh, he has. Um, as I hope I've served him. Um, so tell me a little bit about this temple. Is there any interesting history to it? Well, this temple was one of the first built here in Mayafal. Our patron, of course, oversees all in the world. The founders of Mayafal knew that they would need a strong presence to hold our city firm in times of crisis and that is why our city was built here 
Hmm. So I've got a bit of a question that I'm kind of embarrassed to ask, and he kind of lowers his voice so Zeno can't hear. Zeno's going to try to listen in harder now. <laughs> you see, I'm not really what you would call a holy man, um, but I, I do have these divine powers that Bahamut has been guiding me. Um, so how would I go about giving him thanks? What is a typical offering that people may give? These powers that you have received, and she's talking low as well. Do you know their source? Um, I'm trying to think like how much Ezrin would know about being a paladin. I'm assuming he would know. Well, you see, I am a, a holy knight or a paladin is some call. Um, our powers seem to be derived from our oaths although we do worship gods as well um, and mine in particular is an oath of vengeance yes I can see the wrinkles in your face however while that was a truthful answer it was not the meaning that I had meant come come sit and she stands from her knees and, and gets up and kind of usher, ushers you a little deeper uh, into the temple. I'll fall. Okay. I'm going to follow behind Ezrin. Okay. Ezrin, you and Zeno follow Lashana. And as she starts to walk back into uh, an antechamber back away from the entrance, uh, she stops and turns and looks over your shoulder as her in towards Zeno. I'm afraid only worshippers of the Platinum Dragon may follow beyond this point. How do you know I'm not a follower? Make a deception check. Knock it off, Zeno. That one is a nosy one. I'll be back out in a second. Okay. Yeah, he'll, he'll turn around and Pace around the, the front of the temple. Okay. Ezrin, she, she takes you into a chamber that is dark. Pitch black, actually. But with your dark vision, you can see perfectly fine. And she walks you around to a small setup where there is what you can see in your low light, a little mat on the floor with a single statue of the Platinum Dragon in front of it. And she kind of walks around and takes a couple of matches and lights a couple of candles, which gives a very low light. Please, sit. I'll take a seat. Okay. She sits not on the mat, but facing you, our legs crossed. I asked you before where your power came from. Uh, 
I take it you weren't satisfied with my answer? I don't think you are satisfied with your answer. You came here seeking answers and yet have given yourself none. It's hard to find answers for things that you're seeking, and that's why you seek them, right? True. However, think back and think deep. Let his wisdom guide you. What gives you your power? kind of close my eyes and meditate on this for a second as Bahatma for guidance. Go ahead and make a wisdom check. A what? Actually, no. Charisma. Charisma. That's a nine. Okay. You extend your essence out into the ether asking for Bahamut's guidance. And in the distance, you do hear, not through your ears, but almost in the pit of your stomach, you hear a rumbling. And at first you thought, oh, I'm hungry. But that rumbling was much deeper and more pronounced. And you're quite certain that it happened from inside yourself, not externally. Do I interpret this to be some sort of sign? Like, do I have any insight into what he's trying to tell me? You get the sense that he's trying to tell you something but it's not a direct answer to your question. With that, I'll, I'll open my eyes. And uh, Lashana, I still don't very much know how to answer this question, but when I've communicated with him before, what I think was him, I Promised to uphold this above all. And I think between the oath that I've taken and Bahamut's guidance, my power comes from wanting to uphold that justice. Is there a, a certain justice that you seek? I seek vengeance for all that have hurt those that I loved. Go ahead and make another charisma check. Ten. She reaches out and touches you directly on the forehead. And as she touches you, you feel almost as if you're about to pass out. Your entire body kind of 
goes numb and you feel extremely lightheaded as she kind of taps you. And for just a moment, you kind of lose vision and everything is black. And that rumbling in your stomach comes again. But this time, it doesn't come through as a rumbling. It comes through as words. Explore. Rogue and Rouge. And it fades. Oh, how how could I forget? Yes, once he also told me that I should explore the unknown, Rogue and Rouge. Do you have any insights into this? I it's quite cryptic. And as you look and see her, she's actually sweating a little bit and kind of breathing heavy. (sighs) Thoughts are generally that way, at least as far as I've known. His way is odd at times, but he's showing you the path that you need to know to fulfill your purpose. If those are the keys to your success, then I do not doubt in the future you shall discover what they are. Have you heard of something similar to this, though? Um, And at this point, Ezrin's getting noticeably irritable. Um, Explore the unknown, Rogue and Rouge. That doesn't tell me shit. As far as I am aware, I have not encountered someone with those exact words previously. However, most people get different calls. Your call, as you have said, seems to be a fight for justice towards those that have wronged you. Others seek to simply root out corruption. she's still breathing pretty heavy sorry Lashana I realize all that you've done for me and I did not realize that would take such a toll um sorry for being short with you it is alright faith is a a mysterious thing and at this point she actually kind of takes her hair down and puts it back up into a tight bun again and starts to try to put herself back together Um, one final thing before I leave, um, have you ever heard the phrase, beyond courage, gaze through fire? Unfortunately, that phrase is foreign to me. Is this something that he told you? Um, in a manner of speaking, this is something that I've picked up from an organization in Cole, um, that worship the Platinum Dragon. Perhaps that is their individual uh, calling. Uh, Sometimes different uh, locations have different uh, phrases or meanings of different virtues or verses. 
of worship. Ah, hmm. Well, the way they explained it, I was under the impression that... Well, if you knew, I'm sure you'd lead me to it. Disregard what I've said. Um, If you don't mind, I'm going to take a minute or two and meditate further on what I've learned. Yes, feel free to find me or any of our other pages, should you need us. And she will stand and leave you to your own for the next few minutes. Is there anything you would like to do? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna DM you. I'm gonna PM you what uh what he's gonna pray for. But besides for that, I'm I'll just wrap that up. All right. A few minutes later, Zeno, you do see the Elven woman return. No, Ezrin. He'll get a little annoyed and start pacing around as he waits for him. <laughs> okay. Five or so more minutes go by before Ezrin does return. Finally, you're back. What took so long? I wouldn't expect you to understand. Anyway, we have an underground organization to find or something. Yeah, we should look around the north side of town. Sounds good to me. I think this... This sector over here is a bit too rich for the um, ruffians. Yeah, they're not all fancy and worshipping Bahamut, so... Your joke is lost. Ezrin just puffs out his chest a little bit. <laughs> so, the two of you leave the Temple of Bahamut. Where would the two of you like to head? Uh, we're just gonna, I'm gonna look for the, uh, shadier part of town, which I think is to the north, right? It's the poorer side. Go ahead and make a charisma check. Okay. I assume I'm, I can assist him in this. Uh, if you wish, or you can both make your own checks. Okay. <laughs> 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ezrin, you do con converse with some of the locals, and seeing your paladin armor and knowing what paladins frequently stand for, they do direct you to the Gethin slums, which are over here, which is this area. So you walk across the market as the sun begins to go down, starting to get late as people are starting to head into their homes for the evening. The two of you head into the slums. What would you two like to do? Uh, I'm gonna take a look around to see if I can find any of the uh, crawlings or messages. Yeah, I'll, I'll assist them. Okay. You can make investigation checks. Both of you make one or someone with advantage. Go for it, Zeno. Nineteen. Okay. You do find a couple within probably a half an hour or so. 
in a few different places. You find one near a sewer pipe, one in um, or underneath like a cloth overhang. It's just like kind of chalked onto a wall. And you get those same words that you were told by the captain. You find uh, two messages immediately. Actually, now with the nineteen, I'll, I'll, I'll say you you get you get three. Uh, you you get the same words: the grass watches, the cups shouting, and attack at dawn. So nothing new. Does it all seem to be surrounding a certain area, or are they just in like random places? Make a survival check. Seventeen. Okay. Plotting them in your head as you go along and with your expert knowledge of cities from your background, so you know, you start to kind of mentally map where you're finding these different messages. And they don't necessarily come into a pattern. However, the the more you find, and as you spend the next hour or so, you do find more. You find less on the far eastern side and more on the western side heading towards the north. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to follow them like a path. And like... Okay. Go ahead and make an investigation check with advantage. Uh, 21. Okay. How how late did the two of you want to stay out? Well, I think we agreed to go to the forest tonight, right. like midnight, right? That's why I'm asking. What time is it right? At this point, it's early evening. You're looking around 6 to 7. You guys have been out here for a while. How late is it now again? Sorry. Around six to seven. Six so the the sun the sun is just getting to where it's down, and twilight is coming. You see some individuals walking around lighting lamps. I'm good pushing on for another hour or two if you want to, Zeno. I think we have time to. We'll catch up with the others soon. This is definitely some kind of thieves guild here or a thief group of some kind so the issue is that we've been essentially hired to rat them out no offense made to shadow there so what happens when you reach the crossroads you know maybe you're rubbing off on me or something but I'll stick with you guys It's good to hear. These uh, notes do translate uh, from Thieves' Cant. Means orders given, do not engage, and the last one is coming when it is time. 
So I assume you've seen similar messages. Do you have any guess to what the missing one might be? Do I recognize any kind of, uh... Could I infer, like, the, the general gist of what they're trying to get at, or... Like, the order of things thieves usually you know what, you know what's You know what's thieves can't. Mm-hmm. So you you are certain of what of what the the three individual parts mean. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, without knowing what the other words might be, you're not sure what the final message could say. I'm unsure. Well, the first two seem a bit hopeful. The last one worries me a bit. Um, hoping we can resolve this peacefully, but... So you're not aiming for, uh... You're not aiming for vengeance, then? You want to go peacefully? <sighs> I do not kill those that aren't deserving, and... I have personal grudges against certain people, but will not just go in slaughtering petty thieves. I pity them, to be honest. Okay, that does make sense. After probably another 10 minutes or so of searching, Zeno, you do come across a new set of words, ones that you've not yet seen before. These words, scrawled in chalk or mud or whatever this substance is on this wall, reads, The God's Hammer Falls, which in common translates to, Preparation is Underway. So now you have the full message. I'll get down to look at it and make sure I'm translating it right and share it with Ezra. Yep. That, and I just put it in chat, that is what it says. So, refresh my memory. I can't remember everything that uh, Mr. Dustsword said. Did he say these people were actually terrorizing the town in any way, or...? I think he's just unsure of what they were... what it was warning of, or if it was a threat, or what it was. I'm not sure he knows much about it, to be honest. Do you think with your skills we could actually track this organization down? Um, when I was in Cole, it took me a couple weeks, but I think I could, with time, track these people down. Well, I think we have a good enough lead to go on. Um, 
I don't think we agreed on a place to meet back up, so... Were we split up in front of the town hall? Uh, let's probably head back to the town hall, see if they go there. If not, maybe meet at the tavern, bleeding glass. Do you want to let Anaris know what we found, or do we want to keep the secret for now? I suppose we should let him know, but I don't want every guard in town to know. They'll know someone found it, and if they're still trying to keep this message hidden. I... Much how this journey started, Zeno, I'm surprised I'm about to say this, but I think for now we should keep it to ourselves. Sounds good. Okay. You two stand up, dust yourselves off, start to walk back towards the city proper. And Zeno, it's not until you're walking away that you do catch one final detail. And what you catch is a symbol. It's a circle with a very sharply carved letter S. Do I also see this? If he points it out. Do I recognize it? Make a history check. 90. Okay. It only takes you a second before it clicks in your mind. You remember seeing this symbol several times as a kid. This is the symbol of the Scourgeless. And you specifically remember seeing this symbol within a few of your father's notebooks. I'm going to take a look around, keep an eye out as we're walking back to uh, toward the town hall or tavern, wherever Esmond's headed. (laughs) Did you point it out or no? Uh, I didn't. Make a perception check to look around, Xeno. For 13. Okay. You do not see anybody who seems to be watching you. As you walk back towards Town Hall. Okay. Alright. So, flipping back to everybody else who is at Monday's house, you guys have a few hours until evening when Zeno and Ezra are heading towards Town Hall. So. What would the three of you like to do? We, we were going to go talk to the neighbors. Just see if, if any of them knew about this woman that he was seeing, if he'd mentioned it. Um, 
yeah, just kind of trying to, to find out more information about him. Okay. You speak with a few of his neighbors, and a few of them give you descriptions of him. Uh, again, halfling individual. Handsome for old age. So you do get a little bit of a description there. As far as paintings, they know that he is a very good painter, and they have gone over to his abode at times, and he has invited them over for dinner, and he has shown them some of his work. He's a little vain, likes to kind of brag about himself, but he did not mention specifically a woman painting. They have not seen him in some time. They assumed he was out of town. Is there any place he likes to hang out, or do they know? Not particularly, but there are taverns nearby. And do have any of them had any weird dreams lately that they care to share? I did have this one about a snake. It was <laughs> massive, so big, and it wasn't like a regular snake. It had six fangs, and it was trying to bite me all over the place. What do you suppose that means? Probably that a snake is going to kill you. <laughs> I just kind of really? glare at him a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, I got to take some more precautions. And, 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 uh, darling! We need to get boards and border up the house! And he starts running <laughs> inside. Graffiti and Willow are just shaking their heads. Anyone else knows Josh did a Steve Irwin voice for that? <laughs> I I didn't actually, it was just a raspy voice, but okay, I'll take it. It, it. Was, it was kind of Australian. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey! <laughs> Crikey! If only it was about a stingray. <laughs> Too soon. I, I I also have a nice I have a I have a nice mental pi- I- image picture of Willow on Graffiti's arm and both of them shaking their heads in unison. <laughs> yep, I can see it. That's exactly what they're doing. Oh. Uh, besides that guy, has anybody else that we talked to uh, <laughs> noticed anything weird or strange in the past? week or two specifically uh there is one elderly woman that you talk to who's kind of across the street and down a little bit she actually does inform you that uh probably a week or so ago the uh, iron claw actually broke into his house and she reported it because there were guards obviously breaking into this man's home to steal his belongings and do we interpret that as them Investigating, yeah, looking for, yes, <laughs> looking for him. She's a paranoid old woman. Um, I would ask uh, occasionally if uh, anyone knew if he carried anything on him that was unique or anything that he wore that was unique. Not, not that I know of. Uh, usually, he had at least one sketchbook, maybe some painting supplies, but. Nothing that I would consider unique or treasure worthy. Um, might help actually. 
Uh, I'll turn to uh, Finn and Nyx after I gain that knowledge and say, um, so I actually have the ability to locate an object within a thousand feet of me. Now, painting supplies and sketchbooks, while common objects, might not be so common that it wouldn't wouldn't uh, hurt to try that. See if anything comes out. In case he's still within uh, the area. We can certainly try it. Worst that could happen is that it doesn't work. Hmm. Should we do that here, or back at the house, or... Because again, it was only a thousand feet. It's pretty far, but still limited. How long does it last? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Checking. Uh, up to ten minutes. Well, we can we can start at his house, but I am I'm certain that uh, anything as big as a sketchbook, his house will will be full of many of those. But perhaps while we are walking back to meet with the others, we could we could uh, I feel, see if anything yeah. else comes up. I feel like the painting supplies might be a better object to pick. So he has those with him. Might be less uh, common. True. Quick point of clarification for locate object. When you cast the spell, the first item of that type that you're describing is what will catch the spell. So it's not like a, you, you leave that area and you get to search again. Oh, I see. So it doesn't show me like 16 blips of that object. It would show me one. Yeah, it'll 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 show you the closest blip. Mm. Never mind then. Yeah, I'm not sure how to work for. No. What are the we have in mind? Uh, the only other thing I guess I would suggest is we go to the closest tavern. You know, maybe he got drunk and started talking about these this woman or this the stream of his where's the closest tavern you're in the middle class district so there's a, a few taverns just kind of like hole in the wall joints that you can go to Shit, there was something about the house I wanted to check. God damn it. I should have wrote it down. Uh... Uh, Tim, your Iron Claw guide, is still with you. He's like walking with you guys wherever you go. So if you wanted to go back into the house, you still could do so. You just need to ask him. No, I know. I just don't remember what it was. <laughs> oh, never mind. Oh, that's going to kill me. Uh, how do people react uh, to this guy walking around on the streets? Are they afraid of him? Make an insight check. 16. They don't seem to be 
necessarily afraid. They, you know, do seem to be cautious around him, but as far as you are aware, these are like the police force. So if you're doing shady stuff around a police officer, you might get in trouble. Yeah, but I also know like some people won't talk to around cops. <laughs> you get the sense that the people you've spoken to so far are not um, the type who would be unwilling to talk in front of an iron claw. Well, I don't remember what the hell it was that I was trying to remember, so let's go to the tower. Ask around. Okay. You do walk into a dingy, low-lit bar. Uh, it is not a tavern. This is just simply a bar. And this is called the Black Creek. And you walk in, are able to sit down. There is a long wooden bar that you see that kind of goes out into an L-shape with a few tables nestled around it. There's a few patrons, um, mostly human patrons from what you can see in this little light. Uh, both graffiti and Finn, it's a little hard for you to see in here. It's so low-lit. Uh, low but there does appear to be a woman behind the bar. I will walk up to the bar. Hello. Good evening. How can I help you, individuals? And she looks over you from the tall graffiti to the short fin to the white on white nicks. <laughs> uh, I will uh, toss her a silver and say, we are actually looking for information. Uh, there is a halfling gentleman that we are looking for. His name is Mundy. Do you know him? I know Mundy. What about him? Well, we're actually looking for him. When did you uh, last see him? It's been a few weeks now. He usually comes by almost daily to have a couple of whiskeys, maybe a scotch instead. Kind of drink himself into a creative fervor. Did he mention any plans he had last time he was here? She kind of taps her finger on the bar a little bit. Do I read that as nervousness or... Make an insight check. Natural 20. Thanks for wasting a natural 20 on her wanting more coin from you. Damn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw her a gold and, and ask for one of those whiskeys. See, son, now that's how you do it. And she walks away, gets all of you a whiskey, just just pours it right in front of you for and puts all three glasses up. You talked uh, fairly often about the few projects that he was working on. Most of the times it was cityscapes. Most of the time? Yeah, he had a little bit of an obsession past, uh, I don't know, 
month, starting about a month ago, I suppose. He was really obsessed with, with this one idea. It really captured him. He spoke about it all the time. He kept rambling and rambling, and you know, I, I eventually just thought it was some fantasy of his. What else would you like me to say? That's, that's the extent of my knowledge. Some apparent woman that I assumed was a fling of his in the past. Why did you assume it was... Spoke glowingly about her, about how her beauty was as radiant as the sun. Did he say if he met her recently? She thinks for a moment. I don't ever remember him saying that he met her. That was mostly an assumption on my part. Does your owl drink? I... I don't know. <laughs> she looks at you very curiously. <laughs> Along with this obsession, I mean... Obviously, this was a little out of character for him, but was there anything else about him that that seemed odd in the way that he, that he spoke or, or acted? Not particularly. You don't get uh, too many people really interested in painting, so if you want to consider that weird, that's, that's one of them. Uh, other than that, he seemed to be a fairly straight-up individual. Um... He did, he did mention that he was starting to, you know, become more prominent in the city. He was supposed to do a portrait of the Lord. I don't know when that was supposed to happen, but maybe it was before he disappeared. I don't know. Hmm. When he was sketching, was there... Anything that stood out to you that he was that he was making? Anything that seemed I don't know, just anything that stuck stuck out to you? Of this woman that you're asking about, or in general? Well, just as he kind of started getting obsessed with this woman, were there any of the sketches that seemed different from the others? Oh, I, I never actually saw any of the sketches. Uh, this is, you know, just what, what he, he told me. But apparently it was a, a right beautiful woman that he was trying to sketch. Did he ever come here with anyone? Not as far as I can remember. Unless he came with, you know, a buddy and sat down and they drank together and left. I'm not here every night, but most nights. Did he talk of any fields that in the area that he might go to get some inspiration? Mm. Field, as far as fields go, you'd have to really get out of the pass, more up into the plains. There's too, uh, too much rock around here to really be considered plains. Did he ever talk of going out there? He might have, but I, I didn't keep it in my brain if he did. This man is quite the mystery. Do you know if he had any friends or family? Nothing? None that I ever saw him with. 
you know, older individual, lived alone, as far as I could tell. That's why I assumed uh, this woman he kept talking about was a fling. You know, maybe even a lover or partner. You mentioned earlier that uh, you assumed that they had uh, been together before. He never mentioned her name, anything about her at all? No, not that I immediately really recall. It was always just the woman. The woman from the dream. What I did. I kind of look at Finn and Nick, I'm just going to sigh. <laughs> we should meet up with the others then. Well, uh, one last thing. Does anybody else come in here talking about weird dreams that seem as vivid as his? You know what? Now that you mention it, there was one man down the street a little bit. He talked about snakes. Uh, all, yeah. he, all he's we, done is talk about snakes. We, we, yeah, we, we met so him. Weird. And it's actually funny he, he, that he said that because I actually had to kill a snake right here in my bar two weeks ago. That sounds like a sign. I'm, I'm glad I warned him. <laughs> she she <sighs> looks at you confused. I guess that's all I have, and I will drink graffiti shot that he didn't drink. <laughs> Alright. Let's go back to our tavern then. Alright. The three of you head back to the bleeding glass. All three of you go ahead and make perception checks for me as you're leaving. The three of us? Yes. 24. 22. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm the drunk one. Oh, wait, would I have disadvantage because it's nighttime or no? It's not that dark yet. And there are lamps. So at this point in the city, you're okay. Okay. Uh, Nix, you're a little too focused on wanting to get back to the Bleeding Glass and read your book, as that is taking up most of your brain space at the moment. Yep, uh, however, Graffiti and Finn, you do notice that in one of the alleys in the slums, kind of as you're passing by, there does seem to be an inordinate amount of garbage and refuse and animal bones and just random garbage it seemed to be piling up in this one alleyway like beside the bar or no no that this is in the slums okay so it's not not specifically behind the bar right yeah it, this is as you're wa just casually walking past it's like huh there's a lot of garbage over there and you keep walking is anybody around <laughs> no Yeah, what's up with that garbage, man? <laughs> That's a good question. Is it just in that one specific area? Do we notice it anywhere else? You notice garbage in some of the other alley alleyways, but that one specifically seems to have a lot. Almost as if it's become a sort of local dump. Uh, I'm gonna use Willow for the first time and shoot him up into the air. Like, I don't know. 
60 feet and have a glance from above in that area. Okay. Go ahead and make a perception check for Willow. Woo. Gonna open him up. As Graffiti blindly starts stumbling in the street and you guys are <laughs> unsure why he's doing this. He's not just walking normally. Oh yeah, it's the first time he's using it. <laughs> he like falls over. Shit. How far away is the massive amounts of garbage? I mean, you can stop and go back if you want. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I'll just start slowly walking over there while he's doing his thing. Okay. Uh, I don't know why that went to GM, but it was a 15. Okay. You used his stats, yeah? Yep, I went to his uh, doodad. Yeah. I have a plus 7 on my perception, so mine's actually better. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Graffiti, you, you do feel, as you're kind of stumbling around, you do feel someone kind of pick you up and keep, and, and keep you up, right? Uh, as Willow flies over, he does see the that large piles of garbage. There are kind of makeshift ladders coming down from the roofs of these buildings that look hastily thrown together. Some are simply cloth tarps that are, you know, there to keep precipitation off. There are just crates and barrels and trash cans and just all manner of just garbage and filth in this alleyway. And uh, Finn, as you can come over to, what are you looking for? Dead halfling bodies. <laughs> Make an investigation check. Are you are you getting in it? Uh, I'm not getting in it, but do I notice anything? Then perception check. Humanoid sticking out. You Make said investigation. <laughs> uh, this would be perception since you're not getting in it. I, I kind of jumped the gun there. Five. Okay. You have a cursory look, and at this point it is starting to get actually dark. So, and there are no lanterns down this alley. But quick, a quick cursory glance, you don't see any dead halfling bodies. I'll relay that to them. I don't see any dead halfling bodies. Yeah. Uh, Tim, your iron claw guard, is like. What you guys doing looking at that trash for? Do you know what's up? Why is there so much trash here in this one particular area? Graffiti can't he can't hear any of this, by the way. Yep. He just kind of shrugs. Oh, it's where people throw their shit in their garbage. I ain't going in there. Does anybody come clean it up, or is this just going to pile up indefinitely? Uh do you know who would know? Not really. Ain't my job. What is your job again? <laughs> he kind of looks affronted. I've been escorting you assholes all day. What you think? Alright, so you know how to get around. So you know what must be happening in the places you know how to get around. That's, that's the only reason I asked. Does this trash just pile up? Or does somebody periodically come and clean it? Well, seeing as how it's not up to that freaking tower, and he kind of points to the 
to the tower over there. It's not that high. I assume someone does every now and then. Either that or it just kind of melts away. Alright, now I'll start walking back towards them. <laughs> I'll uh, guide Willow back to myself. Okay. That was an interesting experience. I could fly. Sort of. You stayed on the ground, though. You didn't fly. Well, the... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I believed I could fly. I believed I could touch the sky. <laughs> Every... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Alright, it, it's been fun, guys, but uh, I can't. <laughs> I think something right behind my eyeball popped. <laughs> so I guess we're heading back to. <laughs> I, actually, before we go, let, let, let me cast that spell. For the painter supplies. Might as well while we are here. We're far enough away from the house, right? We're far away from the house where I would know if it was the house versus like something with a lot oh, closer. Oh, oh, yes, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think through what you were saying. Yeah. Uh, you, you certainly can if you wish. I hate when DMs say that. <laughs> what, what are you focusing your spell on? Um, when we were at the house, did I see any examples of, like, a portable painter's supply that he had there? I mean, you saw paintbrushes and cartons of ink when you were upstairs in the studio with Nyx. But remember, you have to focus on a specific object. Right. I think the paintbrush would be the best one. It's going to be the most rare out of all of them. Sure. Let's go with a paintbrush. Okay. You cast the spell. Extend your essence out for a thousand feet. Are you are you guys like standing in the middle of the road? Or where are you at the moment? I'll just back up against a wall on the side of the road. Okay. Yep. Are, are we like walking back to the tavern or are... I'm no. just trying to understand where you're so, doing this. Oh, so we're like just down the street from that uh, garbage pile that we were looking at. I want to do this before we leave that area. Okay. You trace the arcane or the, the divine glyphs with your finger, cast the spell, and you do get a ping. And is it coming from the house that we were at, or is it coming from... You get a sense that it is back... It, it is back up the road in the direction that you came. Damn. So towards the house. Yes, but not directly towards it. So, like, if, if, um, if we're thinking on a clock, 
the mm-hmm. ping that you have is at one o'clock. The house was probably at like ten or eleven. In a in a hmm. in a straight line direction. Graffiti scratches his head. I did detect the paintbrush that's close. Do I know how close it is? Does I think the spell says I know roughly how close it is. Let's see. Yeah, it's probably around two hundred feet or so behind you. Oh shit, that's not far. There's a paintbrush close by. Let's go. <laughs> I'll start walking in that direction. <laughs> I'll look at Nix and say a, a lot of people have paintbrushes, <laughs> but then follow him, I guess. Okay. Important to at least check it out. Yep. The, the three of you walk. Are, are you inviting Tim to come along or are you sending him back to the guard post? No, he can come along. I was going to say we can send him. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it looks like you guys are doing okay. Are you heading back to the house? Uh, no. I don't believe so. Just going for a stroll. Okay, so am I good to go? or sh- Thank you for your help. Sh- should I come? Should I... It, uh... Have a good night. Just go. Cool. Bye. And he walks off. So you walk 200 feet back, and as you are walking graffiti, that ping does register, and you notice that you're getting closer and closer and closer. And you round a bend and resign yourself as you detect the ping of the paintbrush in the giant, steaming, hot pile of garbage. I told you there's a dead halfling in there somewhere. Who wants to dig? (sighs) Well... All right. I'm not going to let you do it. I'll do it. Out of my way. (laughs) Start taking through it. Well, does does the spell lead you directly to said paintbrush? (laughs) Or just the area of said paintbrush? No, directly. Well, I, do I see the paintbrush actually before I start digging? Uh, you do or not. Is it like in... Okay. You no. you, you did you yeah. detect that it is probably mm, about I'll say ten feet in front of you. How many feet, sorry? T- uh, t- ten to fifteen feet in front of you. Okay, and is that ten to fifteen feet of garbage? Yes, you are like right at the edge of the garbage. Yummy. It it, it kind of slopes upward like like a giant dump. Yeah, I'll just roll up my sleeves and I'll help him. Well, if Nix is going in, I will too. Come on, Finn. I can clean us up afterward. All right, let's do this. <laughs> all right, all three of you go ahead and make investigation checks as you start to dig through garbage. Ugh, five. Whoa! 23. Sorry. What was what? that? What did you do? I hit I hit the enter key instead of my control key. <laughs> but my first A million times. My investigation was 11. It was 11, right. 5, and 23. Yep. 
So you you all spend the next probably half an hour actively searching through garbage. It gets underneath your clothes, in your fingernails, and the longer you go, you realize that this probably is not all garbage. Cool. It's a little worse. And after around half an hour or so, Nyx, you do, under a particularly uh, damp piece of cloth, find a very uh, disgusting-looking paintbrush. Well, here it is. Is there a hand attached to it? (laughs) (laughs) Not that you can immediately see. Where was it? I will dig around wherever it was. Is there anything else next to it? Make another investigation check. Yeah, I was going to say the same. Go for it. 15? Unless I have advantage. 16 for me. Uh, You spend another few minutes digging around in that area, and you do find uh, a couple of paint cans. Not cans, but like like little little bottles of paint. Hmm. Hmm. How close is this to his house? The house is probably... Oh, man. The house is probably a good... Between 500 and 1,000 feet away. So it's it's a pretty good distance. I don't understand. Uh, and right now you all are kind of in in um. It, this is a rather short alleyway. It's not long. Like it doesn't connect two roads. Um, on on one half you have a building that looks passable, like someone could probably live in it. Uh, on on the other side is that building with like the cloth uh, overhangs, much like the slums you'd see in like Rio. But uh, on the back side is that uh, tower that Tim had pointed out, and it looks, you know, just old, decrepit, abandoned. It's got boarded-up windows. Yeah, so it, it's it, it's surrounded on three sides. Hmm. I guess it could just be a red herring, but... seem odd. Can you... I'm not entirely sure how your abilities work, but can you still use detect magic? Uh, I can after a short rest. Check it. Uh, it's your channel divinity, I believe so, yeah. No, it's uh, for bog magic. Short rest, yeah. Like, if, if, if I uh, have a little bit of a rest, I could do so within an hour. Not at the moment, though. Up to you. I can just check and see if there's something out of place here, but... I would prefer not to sleep and or rest in garbage for an hour, but... Good. Yes. What do you think, Finn? Any thoughts? 
Uh, just, uh, was the paintbrush in that damp cloth that you mentioned, or was that just on top of it? Yeah, it was just on top of it. Just flavor description. What's the taste like? <laughs> the cloth? No, you said flavor description. So describe the flavor. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, it tastes like orange, funnily enough. <laughs> uh, the only other thing so you mentioned this tower again uh, you said the tower was boarded up uh, it, it, uh, the windows are boarded so um, the this area seems to be parts you know slum with just people living in various places or various um you know, shacks or makeshift housing and buildings that are beyond repair that do not appear to be housing anyone. So like this tower specifically, uh, as I was describing it, it was on like the backside of the alley. Um, you don't see a door on this alley. You imagine that the door would have been on the other side to this, uh, where the other street is. But the windows that you can see from where you are in this low light appear to be, you know, boarded up, nailed shut. Yeah. Some of the, some of like the, the masonry is like crumbling and falling apart. Bricks have fallen out. Is there a lot of things around here boarded up or just this tower? Uh, you, you, you've seen a decent amount of boarded up buildings. But the, this is like the most prominent one that you're closest to. may have just swam through garbage for no reason. What? We got you this paintbrush. <laughs> mm. Appreciate it. Alright, let's go back. We can always come back here later if we need to. I'll start uh, using prestidigitation to clean us off. Okay. It takes five minutes or so per person because you guys are pretty filthy. And gross. Oh man, I was looking forward to role playing, telling you guys how you smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make the two of you do con saves, but <laughs> eventually you all meet back up at the bleeding glass. I sit down and I pull out the book and I start reading. And as you all reconvene and Nick starts to read, we'll go ahead and take a break there. Cool. Jumping back into the story, Zeno and Ezrin, you arrive at the Bleeding Glass first. You do not see the rest of your party at the tavern. What would the two of you like to do? Hey, Ezrin, you mind uh, talking to me in private real quick? Sure. And I'll go up to the uh, the bar. And, uh, how much for a room? Hi there. Uh, one room for tonight. Uh, it's a gold for a single, two, or I'm sorry, seven silver for a double, 
or five silver for a triple. Same as it's been every night you've been here. I'll get the, uh, the double. Alright, that'll be uh, 14 silver. Sure, here. I'll just pass it to her. Oh, thank you kindly. She hands you over a key for your room. And I'll just kind of start heading up, gesturing for Esmond to follow. Okay. You two head upstairs together, although none of your party is there to witness it. So. I'll, uh, when we get into the room, I'm just going to turn and uh, lock the door. If there's like a window, I'm going to make sure the curtain's closed and just and like grab like a blanket or a sheet or something to cover up like the bottom of the door. <laughs> okay. Strange display from Zeno, Ezrin, as soon as you get inside this room, he locks the door, starts making it pitch black, basically making it so no one can hear anything. <laughs> no one will hear your screams. Did you, did you find something? Um, yes. And he'll just kind of sit down by one of the beds in the middle of the room. Um, it's something I recognize. And, you know, when you said these people were my friends or whatever, I, I wasn't expecting to actually know them. The, this group uh, that seemed to have uh, spread out I they spread out pretty far I guess and uh, they're called the the scourgeless oh that's a good name yeah sounds cool I guess uh, it's it's a group my father knew of it was kind of ended up being sort of a part of it. So you follow in your father's footsteps, I presume? Not by my choice, really. It was just what ended up happening. You'd think when I said that all I wanted was money, that's that wasn't a lie. That's all I grew up knowing to pursue. I don't know what else, how else to answer what I want. Um, tell me, Zeno, how how old are you? Nineteen. <laughs> In the years? I guess so. And uh, 19. Uh, no offense to you, but from what I understand, elves live very long lives. 19 is very young. I did not have. I mean, I'm only half elven. I'm not going to live quite as long, luckily. Right. But what I'm trying to say is I did not have a grasp on 
what I wanted at that time. Nor do I now, Zeno. And I think it's okay to embrace that ambiguity in a sense. Just kind of follow where life takes you. The thing is, you, you asked today if what side I'll be on. And now that I actually know what the group is, I'm not sure. So you're questioning your own motivations. What about theirs? What do they stand for? I don't know. I didn't exactly get along with them. They weren't my friends. I was like uh, a tool they used, sort of. Sounds to me the choice is obvious, but if you still have some unfinished business, that would be understandable. I think we'll all stand by your side in that. As long as it's not, you know, robbing or murdering the whole town, you wouldn't do something like that, Zeno. Right? I mean, that's what I did as a kid, basically. Probably something I could go back to. He looks kind of ashamed as he's, like, sort of looking away. If you wanted to go back to that Xeno, I would not stop you, but I would caution you that it's going to end badly. I will not stop you, but ones like me might, and we all know who'd win in a fight, right? I'm just scared of these people. I, I don't want to get caught up in their mess again. But I fear I might. Did they have some sort of leverage on you? You haven't told me much about them thus far. Not anymore. Uh, I was uh, working for them for a little while to protect uh, my mother, but... I have no reason to do as they say anymore. I'm sorry to hear that, Zeno. Was your father renowned? Were, were you renowned by these people? Do you think in a town so far from Cole, they would even recognize who you are? It wasn't in Cole where they were. Cole was my escape. It was, uh, Eashore. At this point, Ezrin kind of looks a bit uncomfortable, like he doesn't want to seem too concerned, but... So, uh, why are you afraid of them? Because my father left big debts growing up. He would, uh, he gambled, he had these get-rich-quick schemes, and all kinds of stuff and he had a huge debt but they wanted paid 
How big are we talking? I'm not sure the exact numbers. I was young. Well, lucky for us, I think we have a few other things on our plate. Um, you can meditate on this if you want somebody to talk to about advice. I might not be the best, um, but I'm here and I'm sure the other three are as well. And when you're ready, we could confront them or if you don't want to, we don't have to. I would, I would like to, though. I would like to set things right, if we can. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to tell me? Uh, I just think we should be careful around here. Alright, Zeno, I'm beginning to lose my patience here. Um, get, give me details. What are the battle strategies? How do they prefer to attack? What do they use? Looking back, do I know anything specific? I mean, you have the specific experiences that you have from growing up. And you know who some of the individuals were that you used to deal... Excuse me. That you used to deal with. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't know if these are the same people. I mean, I guess I didn't really take notes on how they did things. Um, maybe you're thinking too specific to the... I'm assuming they avoid open confrontation. Right. So, why are you afraid? Are you afraid of being abducted from the shadows? Are you afraid that they're going to ambush us and kill us all and take you hostage? I'm afraid of getting sucked into that line of work again. Zeno. He puts a hand on his shoulder. At this point, he's kind of sitting on the bed across from him. If you don't want that to happen, let me know. But if this is a life you want to go back to, I'm not going to stop you. You need to make that decision on your own. I don't want to go back. I... Then I will not allow it. And he stands up. I don't think we have any more to talk about here. I'm glad I'm not going to end up poor and alone somewhere in some alley. I tend to be quite the opposite. Rich and very much surrounded by people and friends. And unless right. uh, Zeno says something, Ezra's going to leave. Guess I'll follow down 
the same path as you for a while then. We'll follow. Okay. Uh, Nyx, Graffiti, and Finn, you all have been drinking in the bleeding glass for probably a good 15 minutes or so when the three of you see Zeno and Ezrin coming down the stairs together. Do they look sweaty? <laughs> make, a per- <laughs> make a perception check. Fifteen. They don't seem to be sweaty, but there does seem to be an awkward tension between them. <laughs> oh, look at that. They're back. So, yeah. how'd it go? Learned some things, but uh, definitely a lot of mystery around this disappearance. The only lead we have, we don't have a lead on, essentially. Well, we believe it's similar to Kevin. Is this why this one won't stop reading? I'll just kind of smirk at him, and then I'll go back to reading. Yeah, we think it it may be connected. So she's just researching, I suppose. Do we know the age of this man that went missing? Wasn't... Did we find that... uh, Was it Sirens or whatever? Target young boys? Teenage boys, rather? I do not think Mundy was a young fellow. Yeah, no. as I said, this, this is something that appears to come to him in his dreams. Uh, he, I don't, we don't think he's physically met anything yet. Well, he's certainly physically somewhere. Well, we should probably still check out that forest then. See if there's a, what do you call it, Nix? Like, like some kind of gate. Something, you know, an opening into the Feywild. Uh... Right. Whatever this is may have come from the same opening or not, but that's just what we're going with now. Oh, so, um, closing portals between planes, yes. Uh, Barkeep, I'm gonna need an L, please. <laughs> I'll take one, too. (laughs) Uh, What about you guys? How did your date go? Hilarious, Tiny Man. How about you tell him, Zeno? Uh, I mean, it's not something I want people to overhear, what we found. So it was good. We did find something, yeah. Well, does it sound more pressing than what we plan to do tonight? Uh, I don't think there's much else we can do tonight on it, so... Uh, remind me, DM, what's the, um, what's the exhaustion timer that we're on right now? Because of how late you all slept in this morning, I'm saying that you all could 
go and investigate the forest tonight without having to worry about exhaustion. Got it. However, if you were to continue like late into the night, then you'd be getting into exhaustion territory. Yeah, I'm sure we won't do that at all. <laughs> of course not. Why would we? Um, so at this point, I noticed that Zeno's kind of like not saying anything. Um, no, I don't think it's worth investigating tonight. Um, no, I think we should go investigate this forest and come back and sleep in a bed for once. Sounds good to me, and I will probably haven't eaten all day, so I will order something to eat. And I believe I'm the only one who's used a spell today. Uh, food is five silver. I guess we'll go investigate the forest after you eat, or? Well, I assume, I assume where we're just sitting here. You guys are drinking, so I was going to get something to eat. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's the four of you at the bar drinking and eating, and Nyx is just silently reading her book on the <laughs> table with an owl. <laughs> I think you'd be impressed how fast Ezrin can drink an owl, but continue, Finn. I just realized I think he referred to himself in the third person. <laughs> Oh god, sorry. <laughs> so what's the plan tonight? We're just gonna go back to the spot. I asked the group that at length um, before we split up and nobody seemed to have a plan. I do not know what we are getting ourselves into there. Are we really planners to you though? We fucking should be. Like, do you see the shit we get into? And somehow we've survived without a plan. Let's not ruin it. Yeah, so maybe we should have the advantage by using our fucking brains, and he points at his head, and developing a fucking plan. I think I know what it is. Oh? Like, she's just been ignoring their entire conversation, and, like, she just kind of <laughs> sits up and says that. <laughs> And what did you find? I think it's a hag. A hag. It's yes. kind of rude. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what they're called, Zeno. You know? <laughs> but uh, they... They are in the shape of... of haggard women. Of, um, they look decrepit. They... They enjoy looking at the credit. They can disguise themselves. Hmm. Do they hang out anywhere in particular? Um, they are connected to Wild. Is it possible that what uh, the uh, what Kev saw was actually a hag? But just never got to him. I don't. I don't think so. I think we're dealing with two different things. So it definitely sounds like things are coming out of that opening. 
so far we know two, there may be more. Wonderful. I'm gonna dive back into the book and I'm looking for any possible ways to like close an opening to the Feywild. Go ahead and make an Arcana check. Okay. I'll yell over to Nyx as well. Do hags have any uh, vulnerabilities that we should be aware of? Seven. Unfortunately, you yourself have never closed an extraplanar portal before. You're, the concept just seems foreign to your mind. You're not really sure how you would do that. Yeah, so I'll just kind of frustratedly put my head in my hands and uh, it, when when I was reading, did I did I learn much about the hags? What did I learn about them? Your role was just high enough to get the information that I gave you. Nothing more specific. Okay. I'm I'm afraid that's really all that it mentions. There's not. There's not much more about it. All I know is that they are dangerous. So we are going into a situation where we know what it is we're facing, but not much more than that. Sounds about uh, standard procedure for the lucky ones, yes. I'm gonna call Para over. Oh, yes, dear. Uh, hey, uh, by any chance, is there any um, strong magic users here in this town, like a wizard or a, a sorcerer? I've already met one. Oh, we have? Are you talking about the guy in the shop? Yes. Well, what about the bard in this bar? I was going to say. It's possible, too. Uh, well, it, as far as um, making magical things and those magic-y sorts, uh, you've already mentioned Thurgan. He, um, he's the one who does a lot of the magic writing creating over for the, the creations shop uh, across the market. Um, I mean, there, I think there are a few other magical folk. Uh, do you know where we can find them or, or find out more about them? Make a persuasion check. No. <laughs> Ten. Well, beyond uh, Thurgan, the only other real magical person who I know of is um, Malafo. But uh, I don't know if he's the type you'd probably be looking for. And where's he located? That one I don't know. Sorry about that. Uh, you said Malafo? Yeah, uh, his name is Malafo Dejerius. Uh, I was speaking to you, <laughs> Josh. What a name. Oh, God. 
he um he doesn't spend uh, too much time outside if you know if you know what I'm saying he's a more of a uh, figure than an actual person as far as uh, folks seeing and talking about him sounds like the type of person we might be looking for thanks is the uh bard in the tavern uh he is he is surrounded by a group of his uh cronies at the moment just gonna say to uh then uh, maybe we should ask him i mean he's right here and then we could seek out this other guy uh, what are we gonna ask him <laughs> he's a bard But bugs are often, you know, jacks of all trades. They may, yeah. Uh, it doesn't hurt to ask. Did you see that fucking hole he pulled the piano out of? <laughs> he seems to know something. <laughs> Go ahead and ask him. I'll just go around and, uh. Excuse me, Rumble? Oi! What's up? Oh, How's your day been going? Uh, did you know? Do you know anything about the uh, the Feywild by any chance? He looks kind of taken aback. The Feywild. Well, what you want to know about the Feywild? Yeah, you see, we're investigating some things around town. Um, just kind of stepping in to help Zeno. Well, I know it's a right tricky place. Mm. Basically, all I know of it is from stories that I, either I've heard or I've told. There's a bunch of weird creatures that live there. Perpetual sunset across the skies. Magic lights everywhere. It's full of magic and wonder. Hmm. Yeah. That's about as much as we can get. If hypothetically there was some sort of breach into this Feywild, is there any knowledge you'd have on how to circumvent it or sabotage it in a way? You seem quite capable. Well, let's see. He rolled a four on his first check. Let's see how well he does on his second check. <laughs> That's natural one. Jeez! Why? Why do you always roll not ones for NPCs? It's it's, it's uncanny. A little fascinating. It's it's freaking uncanny, man. I I don't Every know anymore. Every time we ask an NPC if they know anything, it's almost always a natural one. <laughs> ah, I see. You only know about the piano dimension. That's fine. Uh, thank you. Keep. The piano dimension is actually very interesting if you want to talk about it. Um, you, you see, there's there's a certain level of harmony um, that, that if you repeat it over and over, you can almost put any song to it that you've heard. It's quite amazing. Zeno looks interested. <laughs> yeah, you, you see, here. And, and Ezra's and, walking and, away at this point. <laughs> he actually calls you over to the piano, Zeno, and he, and he kind of sh shows you a few tunes on the piano. That, that if you started singing, you thought you could actually maybe kind of sing a bunch of different songs that just kind of fall in line with that tune. Uh, 
so how'd that go, Ezra? That is expected with Zeno leading the charge. Did you ask him about Malafo? Ah, uh, no, we did not. That's actually a good point. Zeno, ask him about Malafo. <laughs> uh, he'll like be caught off guard and look to Ezrin and back and forth a couple times. Uh, do you, do you know about uh, Malafo Digerus or who that represents? You want to know about Malafo Digerius? Yeah. What about him? Uh, just what you know about him. I've heard nothing but his name, so... I've only ran into the man once or twice, and I've been in this town for a very long time. Well, not continuously. I always find my way back, oddly enough. It's my home without a home. But as I say, I've only ran into the man a few times. He uh, tends to stay out of the light, if that makes sense. He's one of those um, folks who likes to change things, test them into, turn them into different things, see what they can become and if they can become useful. Hmm. He sounds interesting. I suppose everyone's interesting in their own way. You just got to look at it from their point of view. Well, thank you for the information you could offer. And yeah, I'll go back and relay that information. Did you ask how we could find him? No. <laughs> you didn't tell me what to ask about him. I just kind of guessed. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was obvious, no worries. Um, Finn, come on. Hello, sorry, sorry to bother you again, you are quite entertaining. Um, I'm, I actually disagree, I think you all are the, the entertaining ones, just coming over one after another. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way, otherwise life would be boring and stale. Um, My life has never been boring, and when it does get stale, I'll die. <laughs> Me as well, friend. So, I believe my friend uh, Zeno over there asked you about uh, Malafo. Do you know where we can find him? Nope. Uh, well, he mentioned that you, you ran into him a few times. Where did you run into him? Uh, usually here at the bar. Oh, so he comes here? A couple times. Did he seem close with anybody in the city, or have uh, any affiliations that might be of use for tracking him down? Uh, no. The only times I've ever seen him, he came in, drank a little bit, and left. Didn't even tip me, the fucking bastard. <laughs> was it always the same time, or was it different times of day? I mean, I've been playing in the city for years, and I've only seen the man twice. So, take what you will from that. Yeah, I know, but I mean, was it like late at night, early in the morning? It was day? at night. It was at night. Usually when, when I'd be performing or hanging out with the boys. Well, that's all I got.
Thank you. Play on. Um, I know this isn't your normal tip, but I'm a little strapped for cash. But uh, and he flicks him a uh, three silver. <clears throat> Hi. Thank you. It's better than nothing. You gonna come back and play with me tonight? I get shows and maybe like, eh. I don't have a watch. Maybe like thirty minutes. Nah, uh, if not tonight, I'm sure some night soon. I kind of destroyed it on the drums last time, and I uh, I want to follow up to that. Yeah, but you can only uh, get better by practicing. Oh no, I mean destroyed it like I, I was awesome, like the best <laughs> you've ever heard, right? Yes, totally. Ezrin kind of walks back, uh, glowing a little bit. make a date with him as well my business is my business Finn you're just jealous because you're not getting any <laughs> okay well as far as tonight goes I, I don't feel comfortable possibly going to the Feywild without having more information do you think we should try and find this Malafo guy? Possibly. I was thinking about uh, going to the magic shop and, and talking to Thurgan as well. See what he knows. See if we can get information out of him. So, I've been speaking of a plan for the past day or so. Um, and he kind of leans back in his chair and kicks his feet up on the table. I think I have something. Um, obviously, engaging this is not a good idea, but I do think we should investigate, and I think my divine sense will help determine if there's anything around we should worry about and we can flee um, in a timely manner. Will this gentleman be joining us? <laughs> <laughs> I wondered about that. <laughs> we all just like invaded this guy's table. <laughs> Get out of here, scrub! <laughs> he, uh, you, you actually see him, and he, he is uh, writing something very intently. Has not even looked up from his little notebook since you all have sat down. Willow goes up to him and kind of pokes him in the shoulder. <laughs> the Oh, aren't you just a sweetheart? And he scratches Willow behind the head. <laughs> Willow's eyes just, like, go really, really wide. <laughs> what can I do for you, little friend? And then he actually takes, like, the edge of his uh, writing quill and scratches Willow on the top of the head so there's a little bit of ink in his feathers. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately flies back to me. Oh, he's a cutie. And he says that to you, Graffiti. Yes, he is uh, quite the uh, character. Would you uh, mind if we had this table by any chance? Go ahead. I'm just going to be sitting here writing. And he just keeps writing. <laughs> can I? Can I see at all what he's writing? Make a perception check. 
perception? Yeah, perception. Okay. You're looking at it upside down. Seven. Unfortunately, no. The dice are just not with you today. No, they are not. <laughs> what time is it at this point? It's getting into late evening. At this point, we're probably like between seven and nine. So the magic shop would probably be closed at this point, yeah. You have not heard a specific closing time. I think I might just go check in with Thurg and see if he's still there. If he is, um, I'm going to ask him what he knows. Did you sense that guy's aura? I get the sense that he never sleeps or leaves that place. I don't know. I tried, I tried talking to him, but yeah. He is who he is. And, uh, I'll stand up to go. So, do we want to do that and then head out to the, the spot in the forest, or do we want to forego that for another day or two? I'm just worried about Kev. I do not think... Even though I think he believed he would not go back, I think um, teenage boys can be a bit reckless. This is true, I just don't want to get ourselves into a situation that we are not prepared for. Which is why I proposed the plan. I, I think I have enough power to to sense anything. And I say we hightail it out of there if that happens. Don't do anything stupid. We're just investigating for now. If that is what you all would like to do, I will... I will come with you. But... Alright, votes one to one. We got five people. Let's go. I want to take a look. I am down one spell, so I would prefer to wait to another night, but it is only one. You always use them before you attack. And Finn? I don't use spells. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hate to make Nick's and Graffiti uncomfortable if you don't wish to go. We can stay, but I think we should check it out. And be ready to run, because... You can always split up again. No, no. Devil, yeah. be gone. If we, uh, if we go out there, I definitely don't want to split us up out there. There's, there's security in numbers. I think we'll need them. Did you say the magic shop is open or not open? You are not sure. However, the later it gets, you would be able to guess the less likely it will be open. Why don't we stop by on the way out of town if we're going to head out? No better time than now. Yeah, all right. Well, let's go. All right. All gather your things. Head out of the bleeding glass. Through the market. Out the northern end of northern end of town. Through the market. As we walk, I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for uh, anyone watching or looking for that uh, sigil thing. Make a perception check. 
14. Uh, you don't see the sigil anywhere as you're walking through the market. And the only eyes that you get on you as you're walking seem to be those of the Iron Claw, who are just kind of generally watching this group pass late at night. Okay. As you approach Canaver's Curious Creations, you are able to see the lights of the shop in the distance. As you approach, the lights do go out. And as you walk up, you do see Thurgan leaving and closing the door. And he kind of waves his hand and turns to walk. Excuse me a moment. Hello. Um, I'm sorry to, to bother you. I just have a magic question for you. Is it quick? I hope so. Good. Uh, Go I'm ahead. Curious. I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious about the Feywild. What do you know about it? Feywild is a very interesting and magical place. I, yes, I, I know that. I, uh, well, I'm hoping that you can help me with a, with a, with a conundrum. Is there any way that you know of to, uh, to close a breach or a, a pathway to Feywild? You're talking about a breach into the material plane. Yes. A portal. Yes. A gateway. <laughs> a doorway. An entrance. One of these. She just kind of nods. And, you know, is trying to continue to look interested. <laughs> Portals into different planes can appear for a multitude of reasons. Some appear randomly, others depend on a wide abundance of a specific type of magic. Portals to the Feywild tend to be sporadic and random without any seeming pattern. Specifically closing one of these portals would take a decent amount of arcane knowledge and skill to dispel the area of magical effect. Have you discovered one of these? What was the last part? He asked if you have discovered a portal. I... I think we may have. This is very interesting. And he's still just very... Very plain face, just kind of standing there, his big dwarvish belly just kind of flobbing out. <laughs> Do you have the knowledge, Boseman? I could, in theory. However, that is not my expertise. Uh, oh, very well then. Uh, one more question for you. Um, do you know 
Malafo-Digerius. He kind of furrows his brow. What do you want with Malafo? He was just, uh... His name was mentioned to us. Make a persuasion check. Freaking bottle keeps scaring me. Sounded like a rocket. Oh, is that mine? Yes. Oh, shit. My bad. 25. Nice. Ooh. Okay. He, he kind of, his eyes glaze over and he just starts reciting information as, as if, you, you know, from, from like a, a, a text, a textbook. Malafo is one of the few individuals in the kingdom who are very skilled at transmutation magic. He heads the transmutation archives. Do you know where we could find him? His home is here in the city. However, he is not one to take visitors often. And, uh, do you tell us where? Uh, yeah, he, he, he does tell you where. Uh, there is a tower all the way down here. We're not... Yeah, we're, not, we're still in the bar. Oh, damn it. I never moved you guys. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Worst DM ever. <laughs> god damn it. Obviously kidding. Don't kill me, Josh. <laughs> I was fucking moving the token and god damn it. Down here. Down here. Gotcha. And and you guys have actually seen it. There is a rather tall tower on the far southwestern edge of Meyerfall. But you never knew what it was until now. Thank you very much for your time. Uh, one more thing. Is there somebody around here who is qualified to close portals? <laughs> repeat that question sorry I don't think I understood it is well he said uh, you need somebody qualified or who understands how to close portals is there somebody around here that he knows of that knows how to close these portals closing portals is not a specific school of magic it is not something that I have ever encountered with in my life However, someone with arcane persuasion could attempt this. I look at Nyx and I say, I assume you know what that means. <laughs> and I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your time. I hope you know how to dispel magic. And he walks off. Do you? I don't. Do you? I don't. Not yet, anyway. My cleric can do it. <laughs> the spell magic is a third level spell. Yeah. 
it is not not uh, not 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 there yet. What time is it at this point? We'll we'll, we'll say it's seven seven o'clock. Sure, why not? Eh, no, eight eight o'clock. Okay. Well, do you think it's like... too late to pay this Malafo a visit? Fucking wizards in the towers. I, like I mean, it. if his door is locked, I could always try to pick it open. No, Zeno, no. Like us. I'm kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> I'm a bit gullible, if you haven't noticed. Everyone just jumps on Zeno. <laughs> <laughs> well, based on the new information that we have. There's nobody around here who can close the gate. Don't know what we would gain from going there. We don't know that for sure. Mm. I'm kind of with graffiti on this one, though. If if we are now self-aware that none of us can deal with it. I mean, I'm still down for scouting it out. But it seems we finally found this mal- malafal, falafel guy. <laughs> <laughs> Falafel guy. Oh, DMs love that part when you make fun of their names. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I genuinely do like it and encourage it, so please. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't stop laughing at my own joke. Um, and so, so I do think it would be worthwhile to check uh, his abode out before we make further decisions. Then let's go before it gets much later. I don't deserve him before it gets too late. Sounds good. And as we start walking, he kind of leans over to Graffiti. You don't just pick the lock to the front door. You sneak in the second story window. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Graffiti just looks confused as always. <laughs> just, uh, just purposefully toward the tower. Run! You guys want to jog? I mean, I'm I'm always up for some exercise, and he kind of starts strutting. I'll start jogging too, if that's what Ezrin's doing. <laughs> oh no, no! But look, a couple wrong turns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, hustling through the city streets, you do catch a few more curious eyes as you are running through the city. I'm not running, <laughs> I'm just walking very quickly. <laughs> Your power walk. Ezra like, turns backward. He's like, come on! Little cardio never hurt anyone. And turns back around, slowly jogs, just so, like, kind of like he's showing off. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna shake my head. I'm going to pick up a pebble and just, like, flick it at Ezrin as we walk. <laughs> Make a dexterity check. The which one? Dexterity. I think he said dexterity. Dexterity? Yes. 17. What's your armor class, Ezrin? 19. Okay. Yeah. So you 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 at one point do hear a tink coming from your armor, 
Um, I, I hear it and like it makes me blink, and I'm sure Zeno would notice that. But then he pretends like it never happened. He just keeps showboating a little <laughs> bit, waving them on. Uh, eventually, you do you do all making your way through the higher end areas of Meyerfall. This is where you can guess a lot of the more affluent individuals live. You do approach a large stone tower, looking to be at least four or five stories tall. There are no visible windows that you can see. There is no visible door that you can see. Is there anybody around? There's a few stragglers just kind of walking in the night air out for a nighttime stroll. Scouting around the tower, you said there's there's no visible door? You do not see one. I'm just going to get up close and see if I see, like, signs of a hidden passage or something. Okay, make an investigation check. Can I tell if it's, like, a, an illusion or something that's hiding the door? Uh, you can make an investigation check as well. I got a 19. 10. Okay. Uh, Nix, you don't see any illusions. Zeno, you spend your t the spend time going around the tower for the next probably 10 minutes or so, and you do not see any secret doors or hidden entrances. Hmm. While they're doing that, I want to uh, cast uh, Divine Sense. Alright. You extend your presence, and you do not detect any celestial fiends or undead. And while they're all doing that, I'm going to ask somebody, if I can, what's up with the tower. Okay. You walk up to an older woman walking with what appears to be a younger woman. And you see that both of these individuals are fairly well-dressed, uh, fine jewelry hanging around their necks, several rings, necklace, um, earrings. Uh you're asking about the tower. Why? Why would you ask about the tower? Uh well, we were we were told that we could find Malafo inside, and we were just wondering how we could get his attention. Well, I'm sure you could probably find him inside, but unless you have a way of contacting him, I doubt you'll find a way in. There's no door. Do you know how one would go about contacting him? If he gave you away, then you would be able to, I'm sure. Nix, what about message? I've never met him before. Ah, that's a prerequisite. At least helps to know what they look like. And which direction they are, I have no idea where in this tower he is. I think he's in that tower somewhere. Give it a shot, Nix. Come on. I believe in you. <laughs> Graffiti just shot. walks up to the wall and he just goes. Beat me to it. 
Okay. Make a make a strength make a strength check. <laughs> Ooh. Nine. Okay. You wrap your knuckle pretty hard on this stone, and you're glad you didn't do it much harder because you probably would have broken. That hurt. Okie dokie. You wait a minute or two. There is no visible response or movement from the tower. How tall is the tower? Roughly? Five stories. And we can see all the way up and there's no windows or doors on at, at any point. Not that you can see. Can you see through your owl, Graffiti? Mm-hmm. Up to 100 feet. 100 feet? I think you should go ahead and investigate. We did not go through all that trouble for you not to use that fucking owl. <laughs> mm, Alright. Be careful. Nice fill send Willow up and do it like a 360 degree check of the tower. I give Willow a big thumbs up and a wink. He poops on you. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I've heard some people say that that's good luck. Only if it gets in your mouth. <laughs> Go ahead and make a perception check for Willow. Does Willow have advantage on this check? Mm-hmm. Yep. 21. Okay. Willow sees basically what you all have been able to see only this time from above. The tower does come uh, up to a point where it is uh, tiled. It is a tiled roof and it does come to a very uh, sharp point and there is a long metal pole sticking up into the air. So no openings. And graffiti almost falls over again. <laughs> Let's put a hand on his shoulder and study. Yeah, I was gonna say, Ezrin, we'll hold him up this time and kind of look at Nixon, Finn, like. Whoa. He'll come back and graffiti will say nothing. I tried contacting him, but. Uh... As I suspected, I, I cannot get through to him. Well, that was helpful. Yeah, at this point, Nyx looks visibly frustrated. What time is it? Probably like 9 o'clock now. Yeah, I was going to say, at this point, it's probably 9-ish. He's like supposed to be some powerful mage, right? How does he not know something's going on here. Well, he may be the cause, you know, thing outside the box. Or he may have bigger fish for that. Uh, I have a di- different idea. You can uh, detect magic. I mean, I expect this to be fruitless, but seeing as the knight is relatively young, 
Let's just rest here until you're ready to do that again. I can do it now. And do so, friend. Tell me what you see. Alright. I will uh, use Furbog magic to detect magic. Do I see any magical doors? Anything? Uh, you detect a lot of magic coming from this tower. That's what I expected. <laughs> you don't detect magical doors necessarily. Uh, you get a lot of abjuration magic, and you get a lot of transmutation magic. I repeat that to the group. It is a fucking magic beacon. There's a lot coming from there. Nix, go ahead and make an arcana check. That's a little better. Um, you know that abjuration magic is mostly defensive magic, so wards and spells against unwanted intrusion, and transmutation would be the trans transitioning of one item or object into something else. And graffiti is getting that magic from the actual tower itself. Mm. That's all the farther the spell is reaching at the moment. So the tower is definitely not what it seems. Hmm. Ah, I expected as such. Um, I'd like to search around uh, to a side that's like not easily viewable by any people that might be out right now. Okay. And I'm going to take out my sword. <laughs> I was borrowed anyway. <laughs> and I'm going to swing as hard as I can against this tower. <laughs> Graffiti steps all far away. <laughs> back. I'll take a big step away. Yeah. <laughs> Make an attack roll. There's a 14. <laughs> okay. You bring your sword down as hard as you can. And as you swing down, probably an inch before you make contact with the actual stone itself, your sword hits something else and it just stops in place. For one infinitesimal millisecond before you and your sword are blasted backwards. Go ahead and roll 2d6. You take four points of force damage as you are blasted away from the tower. Graffiti rushes over to Azrin. Are you okay? Are you kidding me? I'm fine. I just thought it was worth a shot. Now that we've ruled that out, um... Yeah. That was, that was all I got. Is there anything else around here? Any shops, inns, taverns, whatnot? This this appears to be mostly homes. I think we are grasping at straws at this point, fellas. I agree. I think, I think we should uh, pack it in for the night and sleep on it. Do any of your cards do anything fancy? 
get us in here? No, please do not encourage him. Let's see. I'll take it out and pull a card. <laughs> Way to go, Finn. Roll a d20. <laughs> That's an 8. Okay. Zeno. I feel like he's got that card. You, you draw this card and you see something that you haven't seen yet from this deck of cards. It depicts a treasure chest. And it is full of gold coins, platinum coins, rubies, and other gems. Very quickly, it disappears into fire. Go ahead and roll a d20. That's 15. Okay, you kind of stand around waiting for something to happen. And you kind of hold your hand out like, come on, what the heck? And all of a sudden, there's a flash of light, and 15 gold coins appear in your hand. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Perhaps you can use it to bribe our way into the tower. Yes, Mr. Wizard, we have 15 more gold than we had a second ago. <laughs> like to get into your tower, please? No, that didn't seem to work either. Graffiti just starts walking back towards the <laughs> the, the tavern. Um, uh, but before we go to the tavern, do you think the uh, the bookstore is open tonight? I'd be curious to research these. Um, what was it? Abjuration and uh, transmutation, or something like that. It's getting pretty late. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, beyond nine fifteen at this point. Each person can pull up to two. You can pull up to two cards, right? Or is it only one per person? One per person. A maximum of two cards drawn per day. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and try to pull out another one. <laughs> ah, fuck it. You know, you, you 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 reach your hand in and you try to draw another card, and you can't. Oh. Dang. Ezrin's gonna say, "Ah, fuck it," and walk up and draw a card. Oh my god. <laughs> to to clarify, it is it is one card per person, max two cards per day. Oh, I see. So, so Ezrin still can't. Go ahead. Go ahead and roll a D twenty, Ezrin. <laughs> oh, that was close. <laughs> Seven. Okay. You draw this card, Ezrin, and you see a card that Zeno has previously seen. Since he's standing next to me, do I see it too? Or... I imagine leaning over to see. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. It's, it's not, not, not that big of a deal. Um, <laughs> Zeno, it's annoying when you're in my face like this. <laughs> uh, Ezrin, this card depicts three black numerals on a white background outlined in gold all the number ones this is the triple ones card and you suddenly feel tired and sluggish and you have disadvantage on all skill checks mm, well maybe taking a nap will get us into that tower Yeah. They're there. 
I won that one. <laughs> Alright, back to the tavern, you crazy people. Let's do it. So what, what are you guys doing? You're all still kind of just standing outside the tower at the moment. Going back to the tavern, I think. You're going back to the bleeding glass? Yeah. 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 Alright. Spend ten or so minutes walking back. You were so gung-ho about going to the forest and then for some reason... Everyone keeps saying they don't want to. I still want to, though. <laughs> and we found out important information from uh, uh, Mr. Dry Eyes. <laughs> and next time, never wanted to go in the first place, so she's more than happy to go back. I moved you all back to the Bleeding Glass. Uh, you all walk in actually as uh, Zeno and Finn and Ezra and you see Rumble is performing. He is playing at his piano and singing out a lovely uh, ballad about a hero who's going off to slay a dragon. Does he have like a, a cup out or something to collect tips? Uh, he, he does not immediately that, that you can see. Mm. Okay, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, Pura. Hi, you guys are back so soon. Yes, uh, it wasn't fruitful, and I'm I'm quite tired. Can me can I get a tall glass of whiskey, please? I mean, more than just a drink. Sure. Here you go. And she goes off and gets a rather large whiskey bottle and fills up like half a cup's worth of whiskey. That'll run you five silver, bit. dear. Yeah, take your golden. Thank you for the hospitality, as always. Alright. I sure uh, hope that you two, dear, do enjoy your room tonight. She gives you a wink. <laughs> Ezrin is not in the state of mind to... <laughs> Argue. Say no. <laughs> oh god. Just kind of sits there, droopy eyed, sipping on his whiskey. Alright. You all are back in the bleeding glass, drinking water, drinking booze, listening to a bard perform. What are you all doing? I'm surprised you haven't helped him out yet, Finn. You're usually quite adamant about your flute playing skills. Nah, I'm more worried about this Fay Wild business. Ah, uh, that can wait till tomorrow. Let me hear some flute playing. I do not feel well. And he takes a big mouthful of whiskey. You really think the flute playing will help? Yeah, with go to Ben's bed. track record? <laughs> no, fuck you. Feeling okay right now. And just want some music. Lift my spirits. 
So do you think we should bring this all up to the captain? Might not be a bad idea. Maybe he might know a way of getting in touch with uh, Malafo. Yeah. Plus at this point I am pretty certain that's what's going on. You should be... So, so far we have dragons that were coming from another plane, correct? And now we have these fairy things, fey things. Did. Sensing a pattern. Ah, wait. Do you think we could... I mean, we bartered with the dragon. How hard can these fey folk be to barter with? Let's just head in there, make some friends. Well, the dragon was materialistic. I don't, I don't know much about the Fey. All I know about the Fey is that they are very tricky. Well, Kevin was able to talk to one of them, so she seems to have a physical form to barter with. As soon as uh, Nick says uh, tricky. Ezra's gonna kind of look at Zeno and put a hand on his shoulder. If we do end up dealing with these things, please try to keep a clear head. Right. When did you want to take a look at it then? Since obviously tonight, you guys seem to be against it. Yes, I don't know why I indulged you by pulling that card. I'm feeling quite like shit, and at this point he finishes the glass of whiskey. <clears throat> um, I think I'm going to head to bed. We can talk about a plan in the morning. I think investigating the bookstore on this magic or telling the captain of the guard are two good places to start. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll uh, pick this up in the morning. Okay, so who's who's all going to bed? I think Ezrin's going to bed, I think. Yeah, I'm ordering a room to go to bed. Oh, yeah. I'd be going to bed. Okay. Is he... Depending on if Ezrin wanted to share the room I bought earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't even ask. He just goes up there. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's you, Nick's you and Graffiti have already bought a bed or a room. Just throwing that out there. Was that the same day? Yes, Dang. that was this yeah. afternoon. It's been a long day. Yes, it, <laughs> it has. <laughs> Almost like two weeks. <laughs> Jeez. Um, the, the Graffiti was the one that paid for that one, though. Yeah, I think it was a single too. It, it, it was it was a single. Yeah, so I'll just order my own single room. One wants to share with Finn. I'll get one by myself, man. I don't care. <laughs> Alright, so that's uh, gold each for Finn and Nyx. 
Everyone's heading up for a long rest. Is there anything anybody would like to do before going to sleep? Nah. Ezrin is smelling like whiskey in a bed right now. <laughs> I'm just gonna make sure the uh, room is as closed off as when I was talking. Okay. Uh, Ezrin, go ahead and make an investigation check with disadvantage. Oh, wow. Uh, that's a uh, 17. Ooh, all right. Uh, as you stagger up into your room, on your bed, you do find a note, and I will send it to you. If this is from Zeno, I'm actually quitting. <laughs> <laughs> it's too soon for love letters, my man. <laughs> yeah, anything you, Graffiti, or Nyx want to do before heading to bed? Um, nope. Yeah, just kind of frustrated she'll just kind of take out the the sending stone and just fiddle with it for a while does she use it in your room or at the bar she thinks about it real hard but i don't think she does yet okay i want to so bad i know exactly what she's gonna say in, in your room, yeah? Or or downstairs? Mm-hmm. Probably a little bit of both. Okay, so you all would have seen her kind of fiddling with that stone before you headed up to bed. there. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. I'll eventually put it away and go to sleep. Alright. Last chance before everybody goes to sleep. Yeah, I get my one spell back. <laughs> Going once. Going twice. And we'll go ahead and end there for tonight. But we'll keep the recording going so you guys can level up. Woo! Yeah! Oh, shit. Wait, what? Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> what? Fuck you, Josh. <laughs> are you fucking with us or are we actually leveling up? No, I'm 100% serious. We're doing this right now. What? Sweet.